the 1990 County Durham edition of the Discovery Guides Best of Britain, a series of tourist guidebooks, encourages readers to visit the Durham coast in a very measured way. Environmentally speaking, particular damage was done to the Durham coastline during the coal mining heyday. Indeed, it was precisely because the coal reached all the way to the sea and even out underneath it, and because there were three good navigable rivers, the Tyne, the Weir and the Tees, reaching inland, that it became worth extracting the coal, since it could easily be transported south. But the dumping along the coast of the waste material from the mines was, one realises with hindsight, a disaster. Strenuous efforts are now being made to reclaim the Durham beaches, but this will be a long process before completion. But the Durham coast is still worth visiting. This description, in 1990, was published a few years after one of the CM pits had closed in 1986 and a year or so before the others stopped operations in 1991 and 1993. The ambition to clean up the Durham coastline was starting to emerge, with it not only transforming the coast but the fortunes of the town with resulting inward investment. Turning the Tide is a project that ran from 1997 to 2002, it was a Heritage Lottery Fund Millennium Project that declared itself as ambitious and innovative programme through which, by the end of the 20th century, the derelict wastelands will have been replaced with an area rich in wildlife which will attract local people and visitors from far afield. The programme will build on the current proposal to have the entire coastline declared a national nature reserve which will be a fitting recognition of the beauty and grandeur of this previously uncelebrated part of Britain. This has been achieved. Perceptions beyond Durham started to change. In 2011, The Independent ran a headline, The Tide is Turning on the Coast of Coal. Journalist Mark Rowe tells how, grabbing an ice cream from Lickety Split, I headed south out of Seaham, towards the Grand Windsocks at Noses Point where the legacy of all this environmental abuse is still apparent. Below was the burnished brown spectacle of Blast Beach, named for local pig iron blast furnaces, and once totally blackened by spoil from the mines. The pit, which broke all European and national production records, closed in 1991, but oil and slag still discolour the rocks, though thanks to the effort of local conservation groups and the inexorable rise and fall of the tide, things are clearly improving. By 2020, the Northern Echo is reporting that waves of positivity have transformed this beautiful and historic part of County Durham. These days, Seaham is a vibrant seaside town with a harbour returned to former glories, an appealing cafe culture and a growing retail offering. It is a place reborn, a growing tourist destination and a thriving business location. Seaham continues to be at the fore in energy production, but this time it is renewable and is cleverly drawing on the legacy of coal and its mining heritage. Seaham Garden Village is a scheme that will provide 1,400 new homes to be situated about two miles inland from the Seaham coast and Noses Point. It is hailed as a green development, making use of naturally heated water that flood the abandoned mine beneath to provide thermal heating. The Garden Village will also incorporate solar energy and is a partnership project between the Coal Authority, Tolent Construction and Durham County Council. There is a website dedicated to the scheme with downloadable information 
where the Coal Authority proudly states it is advancing plans to convert the UK's abandoned coal mines from a liability to an asset of strategic importance to the UK, tackling climate change, providing cheap, sustainable energy and building stronger communities. It observes that 25% of homes and businesses in the United Kingdom are in the coal fields and nine of the ten largest UK urban areas are over or adjacent to abandoned coal mines. This means that the Seam Garden Village scheme has the potential to pave the way for the large-scale proliferation of mine energy district heating schemes across the coalfield communities. There is a hashtag, clean energy from the coalfields. The walk continues south to Hawthorne Hive and then loops back north via Jordan Point and Blast Beach. You can choose to stay on public footpaths along the clifftop to enjoy this section of the walk or you can descend down to Hawthorne Hive via Hawthorne Dean and later descend onto Blast Beach, both accessed via steps and steep slopes. Just remember that both require an ascent. To paraphrase Sir Isaac Newton, what goes down must come up. The two loops are marked on the route of the walk. <laughs>